Welcome to Torah Talk, a program that challenges 2,000 years of misunderstanding and neglect of the Torah, God's law. In this show, we will be threshing ideologies by examining these scriptures in their Hebraic contexts. Our goal is to separate the wheat from the chaff, the truth from misconception. This program is sponsored by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation in Thornton, Colorado. Shalom, lovers of the Torah. Thank you for choosing to listen to Torah Talk. I'm your host, Pastor Mark. Today, I'll be continuing a series on sickness and healing from a biblical worldview. I don't have to convince anyone that chronic illnesses are on the rise here in America and throughout the world. The stats do not lie. We are experiencing a sharp rise in chronic diseases with no real hope of remedy, healing, or cure from our powerful, elite, self-sufficient secular governments. But there is hope. God states through Moses that he is the Lord, our healer. But what does that mean? And how can I experience healing and health? Well, come along. Join us in this journey of exploring this great promise in the Torah. You will not be disappointed. Now, keep in mind that this is a midrash, and it's not to be construed as a doctrinal statement or theological treatise on the subject. I'm simply wrestling with the passages to better inform you as well as myself. I reserve the right to change my mind on my ideas as I grow in the grace and knowledge of the Messiah. Thank you. So the chair passage that I've started with and been working with, it's found in Exodus 15, 26. God is speaking through Moses. Listen to what he says. If you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God and do that which is right in his eyes and give ears ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will... Put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord your healer. Now, we've noticed uh, in the last uh, podcast that uh, we, we are responsible for healing and health, too. God is the Lord our healer, but he's made it very clear that we're responsible in this matter and that he works through what he's given us to do. And uh, one of those things, of course, is we must enter into a relationship with God and learn to listen to his voice in our lives and to live according to his ways. We're to live right in his eyes, in his eyes, not our own, but to live in accordance with his ways, to obey his commandments and statutes. That's our responsibility in regard to healing and health. Check that out. I mean, it's so clear. The short and skinny. Healing and health are promised to those who love God and love his laws. Not one or the other, but both of them together. To love God, to listen to his voice, and to obey his commandments. That's what God is requiring of us in regards to health and healing. Now, many, many believers have the loving God thing down, if you know what I mean. But loving his laws... Loving his ways? Yeah, that's a whole nother matter, isn't it? In fact, due to nearly 2,000 years of neglect and misunderstanding of the Torah, most Christians do not even know that God has uh, given his people a diet. They're not even aware of that. 
In fact, many Christians do not even know that many of their chronic illnesses are related directly to ignoring his dietary instructions. Suffice it to say, God has given a diet for his people. In fact, he gave us a diet for a variety of reasons. One of those reasons is sanctification or holiness. Now I want to jump into an apostolic scripture uh, especially for our, our, our Christian uh, audience who listens in. Um, this is very important. I thought I would take it right out of First Peter. It's chapter 1, verses 14 through 16. Notice what it says. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lusts which were yours in your ignorance, but like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves also in all of your behavior, because it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. Now, what does that mean? Be holy. Be holy. I mean, who defines holiness? Who gets to define what this word means? Think about it. God does. God defines what is holy. He did so through Moses. These are the foundations of all the scriptures. The first five books of Moses They're the fountainhead for all the rest of the scriptures. And so Peter here, when he talks about holiness, there's a context. There's something that that came before uh, this revelation that he is giving to this community. He says, be holy like God is holy. And that, of course, is coming from the Torah. So we're to be holy. What is holiness? Well, we're going to have to look at the Torah to determine what that is. But it's already defined. You don't have to define it yourself. It's already been defined. And he also says, be holy in all of your behavior. Now think about that. Not some of your behavior. He says all of your behavior. He is talking to the Jewish believer and to the Gentile believer. And he is saying we're to be holy in all of our behavior. And I'm telling you right now, it's just so easy to kind of do the math and connect the dots. What we eat, why we eat, when we eat, how we eat, all of that is what we call diet or, or, or uh, you know, meals or food. It's such an important part of our lives, a mundane part of our lives, something we do on a daily basis. It's part of our behavior, people. All of your behavior. We're to be holy in all of our behavior. That would include our diet. Now, now where is this quote coming from? Because actually Peter's quoting when he says, you're to be holy for I am holy, he's quoting that. Where's that quote come, come from? Yeah, have you ever wondered about that? Think about this. That quote comes right out of Leviticus. It's found in various forms four times in the book of Leviticus. Way, way back in the Torah. One of the books that Moses gave us. In Leviticus, it's found four times in various forms. In fact, it's found in what's called the Holiness Code. That part of Leviticus that's called the Holiness Code. It's amazing, isn't it? I just love this stuff. So, one of those four quotes is an exact quote. It's word for word what Peter is quoting when he says to us, we're to be holy in all of our behavior. Why? Because the Lord is holy. In fact, let me let me just give you that quote again. Let me go back to it here. So in 1 Peter chapter 1, 14 through 16, at the end it says, Because it is written, here's the quote, quote, 
You shall be holy, for I am holy. Unquote. And that comes at the end of the dietary laws in Leviticus. That quote that Peter lifts out and then gives to us in his epistle comes right out of the dietary laws. Now, now keep in mind that many of our chronic illnesses are directly related to our diets and thus can be stopped and even reversed by diet. Here, here are two books that can really help jumpstart you in understanding this highly relevant issue. You can get both these books off Amazon.com. The first one is Holy Cow, Does God Care About What We Eat? And it's by Hope Egan. That's H-O-P-E-E-G-A-N. Hope Egan. The name of the book, Holy Cow, Does God Care About What We Eat? The second book is called Eat to Live. It's the revised 2011 edition by Dr. Joel Furman. That's F-U-H-R-M-A-N. That can be found on Amazon, too. It's a revolutionary book that gives a lot of the data over the last, you know, 30, 40 years, all the peer-reviewed studies that relate to uh, diet and chronic illness. You will be amazed with these two books. They are, they are revolutionary books that will help you understand the bigger picture of how um, coming back to a biblical diet can, can not only bring healing uh, and health, but actually will sustain it for a lifetime. Just amazing. Uh, please get those books. Go, go out, get those books, and read those books. It'll change your life. Now, now there's another reason that God has given us uh, uh, a diet, not, not just for purposes of sanctification and holiness, but really, He has given uh, us a diet uh, to ensure our healing and health. Uh, let me give you a quote. You, you'll like this one. And, and, and actually, I don't think it's word for word, but I'm in the ballpark. You'll have to look it up, but I'm, I'm close enough. I'll give it to you. Here it is. Let food be thy medicine, and medicine be thy food. Now, now that that's a, I love that. I mean, it, it has a ring of truth to it. Uh, but when you when you figure out who it came from, all of a sudden it becomes all the more important. It, it's come from an ancient Greek physician who lived during Greece's classical period, and is traditionally regarded as the father of medicine, Hippocrates. Yeah, he said, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And I think he's just hit the mark in basically putting a nice little saying together, which really kind of is useful for my purposes. The biblical diet is a diet that actually can bring healing and wholeness to you. It's like medicine. It's designed to enhance your health. It can heal your bodies. It can heal your chronic illnesses. So the biblical diet, it originally uh, was based on basically a vegetarian uh, uh, diet. Originally, we were intended to be, uh, I think, vegetarians, maybe maybe vegans. Um, I, I haven't really looked really close at those terms and what they all mean, but uh, we were designed to eat whole foods, whole organic vegetables. We were designed to eat organic cold fruits. Uh, we were designed to eat organic seeds and nuts. 
And this was the original diet intended by God for us prior to the fall. Now, specific animal meats like beef, lamb, fish with fins and scales, these were added as a concession to the fall and after the flood, but only as God designed them. And that would be organically fed animals, including free range or open lake, river, and sea, uh, humanely treated and humanely killed, and only as a supplement to our primarily plant-based diets, only as a supplement. The biblical diet is primarily organic, whole food, uh, uh, plant-based diet, uh, plant-based diet, supplemented with a little animal meat. This diet yields a positive and high impact in bringing healing to your body and sustaining your health and happiness for a lifetime. Get the books, Eat to Live, 2011 Revised Edition by Dr. Joel Furman, and also Holy Cow, Does God Care About What We Eat by Hope Egan. Okay. Uh, we, we are teaching classes on health and healing. We are teaching some of these very ideas um, in our community, and we're helping uh, Christians, really, who are turning back to what the Torah reveals concerning a biblical diet. We're helping them to move into this as a way of life. And you know, we are, we are hearing so many positive responses just of people having tremendous uh, and tangible turnarounds in their health. Uh, we, we are seeing this with our own eyes. It's something that we're not just talking about, we're doing, and we are experiencing. And I'm telling you, it's wonderful in every way. So when God says through Moses, if you will diligently, diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes and give ear to his commandments and keep all of his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord your healer. It demands that we learn and apply his commandments in our lives if we want to experience health and life as he intended it. And he has said plenty about diet. From Genesis through Revelation, he has revealed to us matters regarding diet. Isn't it time that you turn back to his ways? I mean, how fun is diabetes, heart disease, and colon cancer, just to name a few? Now, I know we're under grace, but as the good book says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked, for whatever a man sows, this he will also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And again, in Romans chapter 7, Paul states that God's law is spiritual, holy, And that the commandment is holy and righteous and good. And I'm telling you right now, in Messiah and by the power of the Spirit of God, you can now embrace the law of your God, which is holy, spiritual, and good. And you can also and will experience how it can transform your health. So again, For those that are interested in this topic, in this matter of diets as it relates to health and healing, I recommend you get the two books and begin your journey to healing and health God's way. After all, He is the Lord, your healer. Well, that concludes the program for this week. A special thanks to our great King, 
Yeshua the Messiah. And to our listeners and supporters for making this podcast possible through your prayers and your financial giving, thank you. Know that in your prayers and giving, you are partnering with us as we advance the kingdom of Messiah in Israel, the United States, and throughout the world. We are a highly rated and listened to Messianic podcast on iTunes under the category of Judaism. Subscribe now. Pray with us, give financially, and share the vision and power of this podcast with everyone you know. Baruch Hashem. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm your host, Pastor Mark. And until next uh, week, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Prince of Peace, Yeshua the Messiah. Shalom. Torah Talk has been brought to you by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation located at 8891 Hose Boulevard in Thornton, Colorado. Your host has been Pastor Mark McClellan. Join us for Sabbath services at 1 p.m. next Saturday afternoon. For more information, please call us at 303-761-9948 or visit our website at www.graftedin.com. God bless you and shalom.